Hello and welcome to the Drink In and Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Hello and welcome back. We are on episode number 29, I think. In today's episode, uh, we are going to dedicate it to Aliens. Not specifically to the franchise Aliens, but we are going to talk about them because Alien Covenant had released Just a couple weeks ago. Or, yeah. So it is newly released, and I think all of us had picked it in our summer movie yes, wager. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh in our minds, even though I have no idea what the movie's about. So I'm just going to let Saf drive this. All right. Yeah. I love the Aliens franchise, all five of the movies. Well, the first two are great. The first one's a great horror movie mm-hmm. taking place in space, and the second one's a great action movie that takes place in the same universe. Third and fourth are not as good, but there's moments that I like about them. They just run out of like material. Yeah, it seems like they're just they, kind of retelling the same story. They almost. like didn't really advance the story like uh-huh. um, very well, so it just kind of fell into like uh, the same movie. Or, yeah, and it's like, okay. is it just like the Freddy versus Jason? Yes, kind of it kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of keeps, keeps going. going yeah, re- very repetitive. Yes. and then Prometheus kind of tries to reboot the whole franchise and kind of give you a backstory, and. If you think about it as an Aliens movie, it's not very good, but as like just a science fiction movie, I think it's actually pretty cool. It's, it's like different look at aliens and mm-hmm. like this research team that kind of falls upon this symbiote alien that's like killing them, I guess. But yeah, it was definitely interesting. You have to really be like into the whole sci-fi like uh, space and aliens yeah. kind of thing to really keep keep along with it yeah because there's not a lot that goes on it's just a lot of like investigating and discovering things and ripley is like one of the greatest heroes in film history right i think my only experience with alien would have to be in the the latest mortal Kombat game they have alien as like an unlockable character (laughs) that's cool um so i was watching a student play it the other day which is really weird to say student playing mortal Kombat, but (laughs) In class, uh, but oh well. Um, but you've never seen the movies, or you? I've never seen the movies. The movies are actually really good, and they hold up, even though it's almost forty years old. Yeah, Alien yeah. and Aliens hold up really well. Yeah. Well, I'm probably gonna start off at the beginning though. Yeah, I may just watch yeah. the first two. Yeah. Uh, um, um, what's the one movie that was supposedly like the beginning of the Aliens franchise? That's Prometheus. Prometheus. They say that's the beginning. I s- I've seen that. I think I yeah. saw that with you. Or Probably. on DVD or something. Yeah. Because I was confused by it, but I saw the, like, there's a statue or something in there that looks like the rest of these aliens. Yeah. Wait, is it the same alien? It's the same alien. At the end, you at see the end. that fo- alien kind of be birthed. Okay. But it's the same alien in every single alien movie. There's not it's multiples not the, no. of these aliens? Each alien dot. It's like this race of aliens. Oh, it's so a whole race. Movie, okay. The alien villain dies in all the movies so it's okay. not the same exact one i wasn't sure yeah if it just can't be killed or something yeah. right no it's all it's like different yeah. but like in the first alien movie you kind of see a spaceship and it's kind of been overrun and there's like dead bodies and stuff mm-hmm. and then in prometheus you see that that's spaceship. the spaceship okay yeah okay that makes sense now all right got to check this movie out can i borrow it sure i got the whole box set i'm borrowing it I recommend watching them. That's really good. And then, uh, Gosh, damn it. Alien Resurrection was a really, like, well-done movie, too. It was, like, uh, I think it was 
early 2000s when that came out, I believe. Resurrection? Uh, Resurrection. Mm, no idea. Um, Ridley was... <laughs> yeah, it's older. like the late 90s, maybe. Late 90s. When did Alien and Predator come out? Because oh, that, that one I've that seen one, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was in the top, like, mid 2000s. They've made, like, four of those? Three of those? Two? Of those. two? <laughs> I think they were bored and they attempted to, like, try to reboot the yeah. two franchises. Because uh, like, Freddy vs. Jason had just come out, and so they're kind of trying to play off of that. Yeah, that movie was Alien terrible. Alien Predator. Yeah. Um, Jason X is also terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's trying to be alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the last alien movie. Was that re- the third one? Or the fourth one? Is that Resurrection? I think Alien 3 is the third one. The alien in Resurrection one. is the fourth one. Yeah, that one was. Ori- rigid, the first draft was written by Joss Whedon. Oh, really? Oh, awesome. <laughs> so. Then they kind of took it over and fucked it up a little bit, but there's a good story in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to have a lot of fingers in the honey jars. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I think you wrote the first Toy Story, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> but what I really want to talk about this episode is just aliens in general, like in film, in TV, and I made two different lists, TV aliens and movie aliens, and I was just going to get your thoughts on some of them. Uh... I think these are like top tens, but they're not really in top ten order because I just copied and pasted the list. Uh, number ten on the TV aliens, we'll start there, is The Great Gazoo. Anybody Dude, recognize I've never heard that? Of it. <laughs> I, yeah, that sounds familiar. The, is it a cartoon? From the yes, yes, yes. I was going to say it. It's a cartoon. I remember that. <laughs> I just remember him saying dum dum all the time. I don't know <laughs> where he came from. When did that come out? Oh. Flintstones? When the Flintstones were on? Oh, 60s, 50s? And then number nine is Mork. Mork from Ork. Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I haven't seen it. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Oh, my I, gosh. I know, the TV so show, good. but I haven't seen it. I've seen many episodes. It's funny. It's, it's good. Funny, yeah. um, number, what am I on? I don't know. I can, I should you did nine. Eight, uh, Beldar Conehead. Oh, the Conehead. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, um, on the... Dan Aykroyd. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All their skits on SNL. And then even that movie I liked, too. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw the movie before I saw any of the skits. Probably. Yeah. Chris Farley is in that movie, and like a lot of the people that are currently on... That, at the time the movie came out, were on Saturday Night Live, made it in the movie. Yeah. Um, it's always like the Dan Aykroyd's and Bill Murray's are in the same like, yeah. movies mm-hmm. and TV stuff. Then I have Kang and Kodos, the aliens from The Simpsons that pop up on every... Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was good. Then Invader Zim. Yes. Nickelodeon. That's a cult um, following I there. I that show. I, are they bringing them back, by they the way? They are. Oh, good. They're making a new season. And they also have a comic book series, too. Oh, I heard about that. All the like fangirls who are like super yeah. goth they, and, like, I'm annoyed oh. with that because they weren't even alive when the show was on but yeah. like mm-hmm. it's all over Spencer's gifts so they buy it up mm-hmm. like you've never seen it show. don't lie to me uh, <laughs> next is Dick Solomon anybody recognize that name yes uh, third round from yes. the sun <laughs> isn't, it, isn't that um, that's uh, Gordon no Levitt. it's the dad the, oh mm-hmm. oh uh, Dick um uh, John Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow. I just Great love, show. I love that show. I remember. I binge watched that one on Netflix. It's hilarious. I could have just said the Solomons because yeah. they're all really funny on that show. Actually, um, maybe you've heard of Marvin the Martian. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, he was one of my favorite Looney Tunes characters. I have a tie with Marvel. <laughs> <Really? Yeah. laughs> nice. Um, number three already. I have Alf. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Alien life form. I had a stuffed animal of Alf. I love oh, Alf. Alf. I have a picture with Ruby, the like cast, stuffed animal. With a cast on my arm. I uh, broke it. <laughs> the Alf in my other arm. <laughs> wearing nothing but underwear. This is just last week, right? I have, I think I have like a sweater, like when I'm like four years old with Alf on it. <laughs> yeah, oh, Alf. I had an Alf birthday cake too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two is Zoidberg. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm. Why no Zoidberg? <laughs> 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 and number one is not going to surprise anybody. It's Spock. Huh. Hey, Spock. <laughs> you made it number one. You made it. You Aryan. You Vulcan. Vulcan, you. It's so logical. Years. Don't worry. <laughs> the letter Nimoy, Spock, not the uh, Zachary Quintos. Yeah. 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 He's fine. Leonard Nimoy just has been Spock for 40, 50 years. So yeah. The better Spock. He's portrayed it like 100, 200 times. <laughs> um, then for the movie Aliens, number 10, I have Frank the Pug from... Men in Black Snake. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Frank's aliens cool. on that show. Yeah. Movie. He's just my favorite. Yeah. It's a asshole. I'm into dogs. Um, if you didn't know. <laughs> Number nine is The Thing from The Thing movies. From the 80s. Oh, yeah. 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 Like Swamp Thing? Or? No, the it's the Kurt Adam Russell movie. Oh. The Thing. I thought we were talking about like the Adams Family. No. Was it a Stephen mm. King? It's a Stephen King. I'm pretty sure. Sure. He's more of a monster than an alien. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that movie has just like the greatest like practical effects with all of their gore. It's like one of the goriest movies I've ever seen. Uh, number eight is Independence Day. Oh, those aliens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where so Will good. Smith beats the hell out of it. <laughs> already Welcome, Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> and the Independence, the second Independence Day. I have not seen that one. Their alien mm. is huge. The queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys have seen that? I've seen, yeah. yeah I've seen that. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I was so excited when that one I came saw it out. Too. <laughs> How bad was it? Uh, well, it lacked like a lead character. It should have had Will Smith. It did. If yeah, Will Smith, 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 that's why it was he lacking. He should have been Deadshot. He should have been. Yeah. yeah, he would have been happier in the Independence Day movie. It, I yeah, think. it would have made it more complete, but yeah, it's still good. It was, I like yeah, it. I still like Because Jeff Goldblum was yeah, there, how's right? Jeff yeah. Goldblum? I love Jeff Goldblum in the first one. Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, he was, he was, he was good in this pretty one. Pretty good. And Jeff Goldblum's dad, he played a bigger role oh, in this one. Oh, he's back yeah, in too. He's back in it. He's still alive. I'm surprised. The guy, yeah. yeah. The crazy scientist guy came back. Uh, yeah, the guy that gets like a... He was in a coma for what, like 20-some yeah. years? Yeah, he wakes up. Yeah. Wakes up. Yeah, the guy that gets like... The president. In, like, yeah. the alien kind of takes him, yeah, smashes yeah. him up against the window in the first yep. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh, president. Oh, yeah, right. he comes back. Bill he comes in. Bill yeah, Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton. yeah he comes back. Uh, he, uh, doesn't he, he sacrifices himself, doesn't he? We can talk about spoilers. <laughs> it's okay. two years yeah. old. <laughs> two years old, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he does towards the end, but he does it, the it's great. The, the movie starts out with like his speech and oh, that, the, the great movie? speech, and it's like sent out, and it just pisses off the rest of these aliens, so they bring everybody with them. This time the queen comes. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of throwbacks to the really? original movie. Yeah, I wanted to see it, but then I just heard it was so bad, I was, didn't bother <sighs> 
Um, ten, nine, eight, seven is the Predator from the Predator movies. Okay. Not the Alien vs. Predator movies. I didn't watch any of that either. Oh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one's great. Mm-hmm. Even the uh, Danny Glover one's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. You can borrow those. After we re-record this episode. (laughs) Um, Next is E.T., extraterrestrial. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The bike scene is the most iconic. It's one of Steven Spielberg's best movies, even though he's done like a thousand good movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, Pell, you like this next one. Superman. (gasps) He's an alien. He is. (laughs) Very good call. Um, I like his story like as an alien on Earth. just as a hero trying to fit in. They do a new comic, uh, I think, story arc of just like him trying to fit in with humanity. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's a newer comic. Uh, I've not watched it, but they try to read it. <laughs> I think after Man of Steel, they were like, "Oh, we could do something different." Right. <laughs> we don't have to make it like the Boy Scout on. Yeah, the big right. big blue Boy Scout. Um, next is Yoda. Mm-hmm. He's from Star Wars. Yeah. Small, small and green. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Which one's that about again? Yeah. <laughs> green, tiny. Um, I guess number three would be Groot. Oh. I am oh. Groot. Okay. Groot and Baby Groot. Uh, Most everybody in that movie. Right, they're all aliens, <laughs> yeah. but Groot's my favorite. Yeah. Same with all Star Wars. Yeah. Every, yeah. Even Luke Skywalker's an alien, technically. Sure. <laughs> From Tatooine, that Earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he um, looks human. But, okay. but uh, number two is Chewbacca. Oh. Chewy. Chewy, Chewy. Like we said, all the Star Wars, Alien. Yeah. Those are just the two best. And then number one is the Xenomorphs from a movie you haven't seen, Alien. <laughs> I just think that's a great depiction of an alien as like a m- monster dist- like out to destroy us, basically. Yeah. It's like even the face of the alien is like scary and like the little face hugger things, like all of the different side like the chest burster and then it turns into mm-hmm. well face crawler turns to the chest burster that which grows into the actual alien you see. Like all of them are creepy looking. The big so, head. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a list of worst aliens? I don't. I just because I would put Mars Attacks aliens on there. They were so ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't have Paul on there. <laughs> oh yeah, from that, that movie. Paul. Paul. <laughs> Paul. I almost put it on there just because Seth Rogen I'm from Paul. Space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Paul. But I didn't really like that movie. All those movies that depict you know aliens who are like. Uh, Big-headed, or the brains are yeah. showing, just yeah. like in um, uh, Family Guy, the aliens oh. that took over uh, for whatever that girl's... No, American Dad. Roger. There's Roger, <laughs> but then there's also like that that race of aliens that kidnap uh, uh, that one girl's boyfriend, <laughs> the stoner, know. you know, the brains are always showing, or they have big heads, so yeah. the aliens mm-hmm. piss me off. Mm-hmm. It's like the Earth's depiction of what aliens are. I don't know where that started. I didn't research that. I thought about it, but I didn't have time. But, like, the big heads with the big, the big oval like, eyeballs. No, yeah. Like, Your stereotypical alien. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. See Roger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He should be on the list somewhere. I don't know. I don't like Seth or Seth. 
McFarlane. McFarlane. Well, then you're gonna hate my uh, <laughs> my next thing. I'm gonna toss out there. The Orville. Yeah. Orville. I. The I don't know. It didn't look very funny, but I was interested just based on. Mm-hmm. I, I guess we'll, let's explain what it is before we. All right. So, uh, Seth MacFarlane has a new movie coming out, and I'm not sure. It's, well, it's, it's a TV. It's, it's a, a TV series. series. Box it was series. a series. Okay. Well, who knew that he would make something that come out? You know, coming out after a Thousand Ways to Die was such a flop. Right in the West. <laughs> But basically, as a friend told me, that A Thousand Ways to Die in the West meets space is basically what Orville looks like. Mm. Um, so it's basically like Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that's what it looked like. And it also Star Trek, like a mix oh, between boy. the two. Well, yeah. Galaxy Quest is a ripoff of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean, it kind of looks like that. So it's it. there's some funny parts into it. Seth MacFarlane's main character, he's a captain of a ship. His ex-wife is the first officer. Yeah, it's like the new first officer. The of yeah. first, like the pilot episode, she shows up as the new. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's parts to it that are, you know, kind of funny. Some parts that are like, oh, this is Seth MacFarlane funny. Yeah, I don't like him as an actor. No. So that's the only thing. If it was like a different actor, he could create the series and write it and just have a different person in there. Yeah. yeah. I'd probably Not yourself. I yeah. was uh, yeah. listening to it. I watched it. And then I was listening to it when Allison was watching it when we were going through the drive-thru. And basically, I just heard Brian talking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every voice. voice is the same, basically. <laughs> yeah. Or with so. a British accent. Yeah. Right. So that kind of, that's on Fox. Yeah. And that kind of leads into the other TV series that was on CBS. Last week. Yeah. But it's not even actually on CBS. It's like a CBS streaming service. It's not even oh, going to be on really? the actual TV. Yeah. They're, oh. they're creating a new, like, Netflix, like CBS Netflix. Oh, of course really they are. But, and this is their, like, to get people to subscribe, they're making a Star Trek series. Oh, yeah, it's called what, Discovery? Yep. It's actually yeah. supposed to be, like, ten years before uh, the, the original. original Star Trek. So it's, like, ten years before Kirk. Well, what about Pike? <laughs> yeah. Apparently there's a Vulcan on it, and it's yeah. Spock's dad. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, so I kind of watched a trailer for that. Allison watched it as well. So, you know, we're we're waiting to see how it goes, yeah. and maybe we can have something to talk about I, when we talk about the... It looks actually pretty cool. Like, their budget seems extremely high for, like, a streaming show. Right. Like, the alien makeup looks amazing, and, like, like CGI spaceships all look great. Well, they didn't have to think about it. <laughs> Star Trek's already there. Well, no, they made, like, two new aliens. Like, oh, did they? that have never been on the series before that just were, like... They looked realistic, actually. I don't know. I heard Klingon, and I heard Vulcan, and I was like, yeah, it's the same old, same old. There's, like, two other ones, but I don't remember what they were called. Yeah. And then... It's, like, the first series to not follow the captain. It's actually, the like, the first mate is the star of the series. Yeah. They're trying to get her her own vessel, though. At least that's the first couple lines of... The trailer where let's start talking about you having your own ship. Yeah, I'm guessing like season two, she'll be like the captain yeah. if there is a season two. But. Right. So I'm pretty excited about seeing that. Cool. I'll, I'll have yeah. to check that out. It looks actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll be able to have a little bit more information when we do have our our Star Trek right. uh, episode. <laughs> so hopefully I can watch some besides the new movies. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Let me know before we do it so I can start watching <laughs> I can partake a there's little like bit. There's like 20 episodes per season, so you're going to start soon. Oh, right. Shit. And there's like seven 
seasons. Well, there's like three of the first original, and then seven of the other five series. Can I just like watch the original movies and get a, get by? You can probably get by by yeah. watching the original movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, really, there's movies. there's only two that you need to watch. It's the Wrath of Khan and Search for Spock. Yeah, it's supposed to be, at the end of Khan, it's supposed to be like a retirement for one of the characters, but then they came back for the next one and they continued to make the fifth one, which is terrible, so don't watch it. (laughs) Yeah, just watch all five of the original ones and you'll have a pretty good idea about character. Okay. And the new ones. Those new ones are good, too. Yeah. Yeah, so... Alien Talk... Alien TV so shows? Do we have any alien beers? Um, not initially, but there will be one. Ooh, <laughs> I guess we have to start with the in beer then. Yeah. Has anybody seen any UFOs before? Have you? I think I have. What? What? <laughs> what? Hold on! Hold on! Wait, hold on. Probing involved. <laughs> hold on. We can beer can wait. <laughs> Take the mic. No, it was just. It was just a star. <laughs> oh, now, now you're going to say it's not. It was just that you know, shooting star? A northern star and uh, the bright one in the sky. When, was it circulating? <laughs> no, I, th- I thought it was like falling. <laughs> Is this after a night of drinking? After you puked in the grass and was looking up? <laughs> the sky's falling. I was like laying on a picnic table and the sky was like moving and I thought this star was falling. And... <laughs> And it, it was just a shooting star. It was nothing. It was just. Oh, yeah, sorry, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think it's time for some in beers. In beers. <laughs> Alright, for our in beer, we have from the Brew Link Brewing Company from Plainfield, Indiana. Um, where do you have. Oh, it's down here. It's called an Ivory Stout. <laughs> It is a white stout. It's a 4.8% ABV, 19 IBU. Um, Wait, hold on. Did you say 19? 19. 1.9. As a stout in 19 IBUs? Uh-huh, and 4.8. I'm going to drink this like milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit about Brewlink. I guess I did skip over that. My bad. Uh, their locally sourced grain and farm fresh hops go into every one of their beers as fresh as it gets. Labor is work with your hands art is work with your hands and your mind but craft is work with your hands your mind and your heart we want to know our guests and friends but not only by their food and their drink but more importantly by their name we want our crew to know you your likes dislikes so that you feel more like you're coming to our home rather than a restaurant that's fresh (laughs) all right so we have an ivory stout meet our most wanted beer come to the light side defying convention dark flavors light color breaking hearts White stout, yeah, it's a thing. This is like an <laughs> alien beer. Uh, <laughs> not your conventional and out of this world. If you look at this, there's no way anybody would call it a stout. No. No way in hell. The only thing that tips it is the smell. Right. Yeah. There's no. There. I mean, there's there's no head. There's no carbonation. Mm-hmm. So right away, it doesn't stick it to me as like. A lot of the, you know, the lagers, the, the pilsners, or yeah, IPAs have, like, that foamy head. Yeah, yeah like the ring of Normally, foam. stouts do have somewhat of, like, a cream head. Right. It's nothing. Nothing. And it's, like, a cloudy golden color, like. Right. Are you yeah. expecting some I like citrus it. notes? 
I love how there's more black on the can than there is white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little description here. It says, A smooth as silk, white oatmeal stout brewed with an aromic blend of British malts, creamy oats, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and coffee. It pours white as day with a frothy, creamy head, which we did not see, that will leave your senses confused. Don't let your eyes deceive you and let the flavor speak for itself. Ebony and ivory live together in perfect harmony, side by side, in these beer cans. Huh. I do like the can, though. Oh, yes, this is it's, a cool can. It's very like, all these, crafty. Like, like, all these those those robots looking people. and skulls and light bulbs. Hot dogs and a Game Boy. Yeah. Like, every time bee. you look at this can, you can probably find something new that you didn't notice the first time. A little cloud, Pac-Man looking thing. There's vampire... Vamp- Vampire right there. Vampire right right there. there. Pal's gonna give it a high rating. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a little tweeter. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> it's a little, a little bunny head. Like this thing looks like a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little mustache bottle. It's crazy. Oh, that's cool. And it's like black and white, so the blackness of the style, but the whiteness of the. It's similar to the cartoon looking of the right. Brewlings characters here. It's really the neat. The only color on the can is the logo of the Brewlings. Looks like an old 90s Nickelodeon cartoon show that we <laughs> yeah. grew up watching. Yep. I don't know if they... Do they have, like, a tap room? Or Apparently, because it says, we don't want this to be a restaurant. Uh, we want to treat you like right. family. Where did you guys buy this? We, in in Indy, when Indy. we were down there the other week. In Indy. What store? Uh, liquor store? It was just... The really, liquor store? Really tiny really, liquor really store in the tiny. ghetto, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice little old lady in there. We could sit and but talk to her like for hours. mostly craft beer in this little tiny ghetto liquor store. Nice. Alright, so looking at the bottom, like, glass, it's clear, but the opacity is kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see my shadow of my finger on the other side, but... I can't. Yeah, Hardly see through it, but it's still pretty clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like a a piss yellow color. <laughs> yeah, that's a good description. Like dehydrated piss. Dehydrated yeah. piss. <laughs> but not a night of drinking dehydrated piss. <laughs> dehydrated. It smells fantastic. I just want to sip. Yeah. I'm Vanilla. sipping. Vanilla, coffee. It smells like a stout. <laughs> looks like an IPA. Oh, buddy. Wow. This is really good. <laughs> It's oh, like man. chocolate all over this one. Mm-hmm. This is almost uh, our March Madness winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit yeah. of that yeah. decadent dark chocolate. That's good. Yeah, wow, that's... I'm impressed. I know what I'm getting for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Big old bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, snapping out of ecstasy. I gotta pull up Beer Advocate real quick. Uh, wow, that's crazy. It's like a shock to the system. You don't expect that flavor with that color. How do they do that though, with keep without yeah. g- getting your typical like black stout color? Well, we kind of learn in the brewing process. It all depends on what type of extra hops that you throw in, or mm-hmm. leave out and substitute something else via color. Right. <clears throat> all right. So there's not a whole lot of love on Beer Advocate. 10 ratings, given it 85, very good. Of those 10 ratings, you have a 3.97. 3.91 on Untapped. Out of 1,400 ratings. No scores on right here. Mike E. on Untapped said, Wow, what a surprise that was. Looks like a Pilsner tastes like a stout. Yeah. I would have to agree. 
I think we're all echoing that. Big surprise. It's crazy. Crazy good. And it's delicious to go along with its just surprising color. Unfiltered, unpasteurized, drink fresh. I think uh, Andrew B. rated it unfairly, though. Gave it a 1.5. Said definitely not a stout. But it's not technically a stout. It's a white stout. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a different mm-hmm. style on its own. Yeah. It tastes like a stout. It tastes like a stout. It does, maybe it doesn't look like one. Fully. So the only thing I would say is it's not doesn't have the malty body that... Yeah, it's more of a light stout. stout. It's a light stout, yeah. Very strange chocolate flavor, but in a good way. I'm a fan. Instant fan. I'll take a can of it myself. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Hashtag mouth hole. <laughs> it says that on the bottom. Nice. I think I can check it in here in a second. Uh, I'm able to. Give it a couple more samples. Alright, I'm in. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I just gotta refresh my page panel. <laughs> Checked in. I gave it a four out of five bottle caps. Um, it's. I'm not a huge stout drinker typically, but this is like a light chocolatey stout, and it just goes down so nice and smooth. And yeah, I would definitely drink it again. It's very easy to drink and very delicious. I gave it a four and a quarter. Um, the beer itself doesn't look very lively. Doesn't really do much. No. It just you know very calm in its glass. It's hiding the flavor, <laughs> and then the flavor just comes out. Uh, chocolatey, roasty, nutty, mm. very creamy, mm-hmm. but it look like it's creamy. I could drink this over and over and over, and it's very interesting being white. I'd love to watch him brew this one. I would definitely love to watch this process, see how they did this. Oh, I gave it a 4.75. Dang, pal. This might be my hot perfect. Yeah, this is probably my highest, like, realistic ranking. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of your rankings are oh, all bullshit. Was your <laughs> um, that was a that was a bias rating. The amplifier was biased. Oh, shit. But this is very impressive. Just uh, yeah. kind of they created, I feel like a new style on yeah. their own. They were able to do like a light bodied beer with uh, you know your typical stout notes of coffee and chocolate some vanilla nuttiness and I'm just really into this beer I like it a lot it's not bitter at all no mm-hmm. not at all it's whatever 14 IBUs or whatever Is 19 19 IBUs and yeah 4.8 percent really light uh, I went 4.25 it's very good like I said I chug the rest of these. Yeah. It's light enough. This might be our highest, one of our highest ratings. It's just surprising. Shocking. Shocking, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, why it's an alien beer. It's <laughs> so alien. But it's excellent. Excellent. The coffee, the chocolate, the vanilla, the everything. Totally worth the trip to India for this mm-hmm. little four pack I got. Okay. So for our out beer, we have a Star Trek beer called Klingon Imperial Porter from Schmaltz Brewing Company. Yes, they are located in Clifton Park, New York. Uh, 
Jeremy Cohen, owner and founder. Uh, well, he is the owner and founder. Even in those early days, 20 years ago, when numerous friends and family helped with so many of the elements of brewing, he brew. It's a he, a prosperity brew. Yeah. Beer into the world. Smalls Brewing has always been a collaboration of labor and creativity by so many talented and enthusiastic individuals. That tradition continues more than ever and has expanded beyond everything I ever imagined nearly two decades ago, or even just a few years past. Schmaltz Brewing has now grown to well over 30 full and part-time staff brewing, pa- brewing packaging, designing, administration, administering, marketing, and selling our dynamic portfolio of award-winning beers. Give us our, give us a shout and come by our tasting room and we'll look forward to having a beer with you soon. Chaim. Chaim. So for this beer, uh, it's funny because they have a website called Federation of Beer, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, this one is the Klingon Imperial Porter. So stop talking. Drink. <laughs> Raise a goblet of Klingon Imperial Porter to the strongest warriors in the galaxy. Discover the ruby undertones that pay homage to Klingon blood wine and the fallen warriors who hold honor above life. There is no honor in attacking the weak. So take pleasure in besieging this 7.3 ABV Imperial Porter. But like this mighty elixir, Klingons also have a sweet side. Hmm. Witness the wedding rituals where the gods forge two hearts so strong that once joined together cannot be opposed. In parentheses, just ignore the part of the ceremony where the groom swings his betheld at the bride. I'm not sure what a betheld is, but it's a weapon, right? I guess. I, it, oh, it, I know what it is. It's the uh, it's the uh, the two-handed weapon that you hold. Uh, one hand over, one hand under, and it's a huge like scythe, but it's oh, just uh, right, okay. yeah, but it's just like a handheld weapon. I remember that now. Yeah, see, I'm a nerd, camp. But uh, Klingon <laughs> proverb states, "Death is an experience best shared," and so is this first Star Trek limited release of 2017, and then something in Klingon. I'm not gonna try to pronounce <laughs> it, but it's Q A P L A. So, Kwapla. All right, so the malt. Especially Turo, Vienna, and then Mal- Melonia Doiden, blah, 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 crystal. <laughs> Melanonin? Melanoidin. Melanoidin. Crystal, honey, pale chocolate. Ooh, chocolate. Oh, pale. Pale oh, chocolate. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, And then the hops used were Columbus and the Vanguard. Is that Columbus, Indiana? Columbus Hops. <laughs> that's, where, that's where the Amber Alert was. No jokes about Columbus. Aww. Well, that's what he thought was Ohio the last episode. Oh, <laughs> Columbus, Indiana? Yeah. Oh, that's when I was like, yeah. forgot we were in. Well, you just figured it out. Um, so it's 7.3, but I don't see any IBUs. 60 IBUs. 60! And this is the first of three Star Trek limited releases. And I don't know if you listen back to episode 1, 2, 3, 4, somewhere in there. We I, Somebody brought a news story about, like, Special anniversary Star Trek that, beers. I believe that was me. Yeah, that was, that yeah. this is one of them. We found one. Okay, that might have been episode two. Yeah, it's one of those early bad episodes that nobody's heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still convinced nobody's really heard us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to this day, we have maybe three listeners. 
And I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm the other. Yeah. I don't listen to the podcast. The other one. I don't listen to the podcast. I just edit it. Yeah. I hear it like three times. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm dialed into BA. So when we get to the point, we're good to go. I'm not dialed into anything. Should we look at the this bottle bit, first? Or before yeah, let's do the bottle. Bottle? Yeah. It's a cool bottle. Oh, look at that. We got that the Warbird. It reminds me of the um, Kobayashi Maru, but you guys wouldn't know because you guys haven't that, seen it in the movies. Familiar. We're not trekkies. Yeah, uh, so the Warbird's in the Kobayashi Maru, um, where, uh, well, in the newer ones, uh, Kirk is like tricking the the people and you know like destroying the warbirds but in the other one he's the one giving the test but you know whatever <laughs> but that's, this is a klingon war vessel uh that's where christopher lloyd would sit because christopher lloyd was in one of the star trek movies as a klingon hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah uh they have some klingon on the bottle which is depressing because i can't read it i'm guessing it's just what that is yeah it's it's probably it probably yeah i was wondering about that yeah probably just written in klingon yeah. Right. Is that a Klingon symbol up at the top on the neck of the bottle? I, Do they have a like symbol? A like symbol? this no, is. It could be. I'm not. Uh, I'm. Not, I. Ha- we really should have had my aunt come in. Like, <laughs> my aunt is a huge Trekkie. You like, have to interview her. Yeah, she. I bought her for Christmas a book on the the Klingon history and alphabet. Like you know, she's huge. If she, you know, had the mental capacity to get tattoos and everything, she would get, like, Star Trek tattoos. <laughs> like, I might, I might get one of those, uh, you know, the, the symbol. Uh, the, like, like put it on my, on, on my chest where it would go for <laughs> actual <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> uniforms. And homage to her and my uncle, you know, that type of thing. But the bottle looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's in space. It's the awesome. ship, like, going light speed, it looks like. Yeah. The colors are dark, uh, but this beer is also dark, so it's kind of like a... Imperial Porter, so... Also, space is black, so, you know, like... Gotta do something. Yeah. Um, I like this as a Porter, not a Stout. Yes. That's what I like. Because the color is, is much redder than our beer. It is. Yes. It's very it's red, very actually. red. This should be, you know, red turn right here. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Red turn Klingon. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, the, it's red. <laughs> turn of the Klingon. <laughs> um, I mean, it is a little brown, but you hold it to a light, you see red, and it's kind of, it is see-through. The opacity is yeah. low on this one. Yeah, yeah. Or the opacity is higher on this one. Yeah, you can see. Yeah. It's dark, so you can't see as well, but you can definitely, it's more clear. Yeah. Not as cloudy. There's not much to a initial smell. I haven't swirled it yet, so I'm not really sure. Mm. Very nutty. Nutty. Rust, roasted. Yeah. yeah. It smells like a porter. <coughs> Malty, chocolatey, toffee, roasty smell. Yeah. All the above. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to... Sm- too high alcohol smell, like mm-hmm. you know that kind of burning alcohol smell you get. I'm so tempted. He's already had three sips over here. <laughs> He's like drink half his cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to get a little taste of it first. Oh come on. Kind of think about it. Well then, what do you think, Pale? If you're cheating on us, <laughs> what do I think? Um, you've had more than we have. <laughs> As he takes another sip. He's <laughs> <laughs> still not sure. Yeah. It's a uh, light, light. It is. It is. <laughs> That's 7.3. It's, it's lighter than the 7.3 would let on, I feel like. Yeah, mm-hmm. put the back yeah, end of that one. <laughs> I, yeah. It's pretty smooth. Um, 
I mean, I can taste the porter in there. Yeah. I definitely can taste the porter. The finish has it's pretty nice. Kind of pretty multi. nice uh, multi mm-hmm. finish. You know what this reminds me of? It's one of the old Leinen Kugels that they stopped making. Fireside Nut Brown. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I was trying to put my finger that. out because it tastes I'm like, familiar. This tastes very similar to that. Although that's been years since I've had that, yeah. since I stopped producing it. But it brings back those memories. Yeah, it's a very roasted, toasty mm-hmm. type of nutty taste to it. Like a like a porter. It's got a little ring of uh, like foam around the edges, but not too carbonated. It's pretty good. Got like a toffee type taste to yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see. But it's like can't really you could taste the 7.3 on the back end but it's not like you're drinking pure alcohol no yeah. most imperials are kind of like burning when you drink them yeah it's more of a lighter imperial mm-hmm. i'll talk about untapped 2.5 thousand ratings Ooh. 3.45 uh, i got 83 badass score it says it's just regular good um <laughs> 3.64 average no score <laughs> after all that. <laughs> One rating here. Pours a dark brown, almost black color. Oh, oh, it's black. It's more red. Yeah, red brown with a finger of tan head. Nope, not that either. Roasted grains, chocolate with some vanilla. There's kind of a little bit of chocolate undertones to this one. A little bit. Because it does have that honey pale chocolate. So oh, there, there it is. It's just, it's light chocolate, but it's just pale. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> also got that millennium din. The millennium din. Alright, I'm checked in. Yeah, me too. Oh, I should get to that. You should probably get to drinking your beer. I'm researching. Box excited. It's his beer. Well, not quite, but... <clears throat> it's his enemy's beer. Mm. I'm torn on my rating here. I know. I'm trying going back and forth. There's an element, so... I like it. And Fireside Nut Brown keep coming back. And I want to rate that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know this isn't it. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Someone start. Alright, give it a 3.5. I expected more... For the branding that I had, uh, being, you know, Star Trek, Klingon, Imperial, um, got the, the goodness of the Imperials, and just a very basic porter taste. I would drink it again, though. So I gave it a four. Solid porter, good balance, coffee and chocolate, uh, nuttiness. Easy to drink, a really nice finish. I really like that malt finish at the end there. I would drink a lot of these. And, uh, yeah, I would like it just as much. As? Much, uh, <laughs> j- like it just as much as the first time I had it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you love me hanging. I like it just as much. <laughs> Don't toss it to me yet. <laughs> Finish your thought. Ugh. I gave it a 4.25. I went a little high. Um, but I just can't get that 
fireside note brand out of my mind. <laughs> this just brings it back to me. Um, it's just good. The nutty, smooth. Um, man, I don't know. This is what like turned me on to these browns darker, and darker beers. Darker beers. Um, darker beers. The the nuttiness and all that. It just speaks to me. I love it. I gave it a three point seven five. Um, porters aren't typically my thing, but this one's actually a lot lighter than most of them. Even for an imperial, I think it's more drinkable than some of the porters I've had. I don't like a lot of the coffee or the darker beers, and just the Star Trek theme is amazing. So yeah, I, I mean, I would probably buy it again. Maybe not for eleven dollars, but <laughs> <laughs> CBS has to get their money somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I'd recommend tra- checking it out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Have to try it. Can't believe I rated the lowest on this, mm-hmm. and I'm a. I know. I just. <sighs> you were expecting that. Yeah, yeah, you come in with higher expectations. I understand that completely. Right. I didn't know what to expect, so. Right. So, there we go. I hear that we have a new segment coming up. What? For the. I remember my first beer. <laughs> there we go. I don't have a. Uh, drop to play for that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, we don't have a drop for that. Gotta so get more German than that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my first beer. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of Dr. Strange Brew, we're going to do I Remember My First Beer. We are still going to drink a beer, right? We'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we but will. Pale's got this new segment he wants to debut, and we'll let him do that. Right, so, yeah. Uh, our new segment, while we wait to get a... Drop for it. Uh, I present to you. I remember my first beer. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I remember my first beer. So we have a new segment, which you've heard the uh, the name of it from the little clip from uh, Beer Fest. Yep. Uh, I had the idea to uh, kind of share drunk stories, <laughs> but. Um, that obviously is not going to work, so we went to, because uh, we don't have enough good stories, and a lot of these stories are going to be told over and over again, so we decided to look online, look at other people's drunk stories, and kind of humiliate them, and they're just, we don't care, they don't, we don't know them. <laughs> not our stories. It's not our stories. They're online, so they don't know They're online, I mean, people share them, but they're funny as hell. <laughs> It's almost like text from last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our Facebook post, like everybody, like uh, public Facebook post. So we still have a strangish brew we're drinking, but let me uh, share a couple of these stories from uh, the internet. Uh, one submitted by doesn't have a name. Username is jnip18. Jnip. <laughs> yep. Nip. Uh, so Jnip. this one starts. My now husband and I were at a Brad Paisley concert, and we both got very drunk. During the concert, he decided to get down on one knee and ask to marry me. I said yes, but I knew it wasn't real because he didn't have a ring. We then decided to call everyone in our contacts to let them know we'd get married on Thanksgiving, which was two months after the concert. The next morning, we ran into one of the friends we went to the concert with. She congratulated us. We asked her for what, and she responded, you don't remember getting engaged last night no. and calling everyone to let them know oh, you were getting married on Thanksgiving? Oh my no. god. She said, nope, it completely slipped our minds. 
we had to do an official Facebook update to let everyone know that if they got the call last night to please disregard the marriage proposal. <laughs> A few years later, the official proposal and marriage happened. <laughs> I've done some oh. dumb shit, but I never got engaged while I was driving. No. I never blacked out like that. Uh, yeah, and then like, like called everybody. I've never called somebody when I was drunk. Or no, texted anybody. I don't drunk text. I don't drunk call. I don't uh-uh. do... <laughs> I guess when you're at a concert-like atmosphere, and you're that drunk, More I don't like know, you feel like this is something. something special between the yeah. two of us. I'm trying to justify two drunk assholes, know, but... That's ridiculous. But wow. the funny thing is, like, the girl knew it wasn't real, because there was no ring. Uh-huh. So was she, like, going along with it, just kind of randomly? <laughs> She's like, I-, I wish this was happening. I wish it was happening. I'm just going to kind of live in the moment and <laughs> pretend. Oh, my gosh. So that was uh, that was a good one that I found. Um, <laughs> all right, one more. Submitted by Chanel Griggs on Facebook. Oh, Chanel. One night in January, I was at a party, standing outside, and the guy I was crushing said hi to me on his way inside the house. I was so excited that I decided to jump up and down. Too bad the ground was all icy, because I ended up slipping and hitting my tailbone right on the corner of the curb. Oh. It was one of those falls where no one laughs and immediately asks if you're okay. I immediately went into the fetal position. Obviously, my friends wanted to take me home, but I didn't want to leave the party without my cute crush. So, I decided to stick an ice-cold beer in my upper butt crack area to numb the... Oh my god! <laughs> it continued to enjoy the party. <laughs> Hashtag college. <laughs> what a trooper! Yeah, wow. right? through your broken tailbone. Nothing like oh an ice God. cold beer in the butt crack. <laughs> Man, people walking by and be like, "Hey, you brought me beer, all right?" Yeah, it's, no, that's it's warm now. Ugh. Oh my God, shit beer. You know that kind of reminds me of Kayla. On her bachelor <laughs> on her, party. Yeah, she <laughs> fell and, like, broke her butt. Right? She still complains about still, that. Yeah, it still hurts her to this day. Even yeah. It's, like, six years later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but this guy must have been, like, some heartthrob. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm as much as she was drinking, I'm sure like, the goggles were yeah. on. So. Yeah, everybody's super hot. Everybody's hot. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of heartthrob, this beer looks fantastic. It does. I'm excited about it. Oh this gosh. is from Rhinelander Brewing Company. The brewery first opened in Rhinelander in 1892. Brewing operation in Rhinelander, I assume that's how you pronounce it, ended in 1967. After the brewery closed, Rhinelander beer continued to be made in Monroe, Wisconsin at the former Joseph Huber Brewing Company. The Rhinelander Shorty 7-ounce was reintroduced in the summer of 2011. It is available in many locations throughout Wisconsin. The first editions of the Rhinelander Shorty came in the fall of 2011, which included the Chocolate Bunny Stuff, Imperial Jack Double IPA, the Thumper American IPA, and the Mystical Jack Traditional Ale. They have something with bunnies, don't they? Well, Thumper, Jack, yeah, apparently. Chocolate Bunny. I'm not sure what Rhinelander, if that's like a rabbit bunny type term. 
Hmm. Yeah, they call it the uh, Minhas Craft Brewery in Wisconsin. This one I brought is kind of strange, but it's not. We're not gonna guess the flavor because it's just gonna be chocolate flavored. But it's the chocolate bunny stout brewed with cocoa powder. It's 5.5 ABV and 66 IBUs. This beer pours a dark brown with a moderate tan head and smell of toasted coffee and light cocoa. It has a pronounced roasted coffee flavor with slightly sweet cocoa notes, concluding with a subtle, well-balanced hop bitterness. So it's like a bitterness, bitter, more bitter chocolate. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ding. Yeah, the chocolate bunny has a, a bite out of its ear. <laughs> I'm not sure which what animal leaves like part of the ear. Well, I would break the ear off and eat it. Statistics have shown that uh, chocolate bunnies are always eaten with their ears first. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but I usually <laughs> break the ear off. Not just and then bite out yeah, the I would and leave just, like the tip. Yeah, didn't eat the tip of the ear. They, right, like, I would eat Yeah, I normally break the ears off. Normally, so yeah, no, that's. I mean, it's like a, a yellow and brown. So it looks orange. like technically the you know how they have that pattern inside the bunny. Yeah. It looks like they blew it up to be outside pattern for the label as well. Yeah. It's a. It was a. It drew my attention just based on the bright orange and yellow colors. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, chocolate bunny. Easter wasn't that long ago, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, it is. Uh, I, I mean, it pulls your attention, especially the the red label that says American Stout. Yeah. Uh, it pulls the attention. Dark and silky, rich stout loaded with chocolate flavor. In that, is there chocolate in my beer or beer in my chocolate? Oh. Well, the color is dark. Dark, 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 dark. Super dark. No, nope. no, no light through this one. Can't see anything. You're looking Super. at. You're looking straight at a Hershey bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it tastes like I'm pretty much eating a bunny. What am I smelling here? Chocolatey. I mean, there's not a whole lot of smell. It's yeah. just like your normal stout, where there's hardly any stout. It's like uh, a hint of chocolate, but not. It's like smelling a piece of chocolate. Chocolate, maybe a little Oops. roasted coffee. Not very faint. Hmm. 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 What are all these hmms about? It's I, very good. It's very good, but to me, I don't taste the chocolate. To really? me, this is like a smoke stout. I haven't taken a sip yet. I get more of the smoke flavor mm-hmm. because that decadent chocolate we had, come on, that yeah, just that ruined chocolate. chocolate for me. Oh, chocolate right, beer yeah. right there. I mean, that was so good. That's why I was expecting that chocolate-like flavor. Very subtle. One guy on here said a little bit watered down, but nobody's hinting on this smoky, yeah, roasted I get flavor. Smoky thing too. I'm like, I, this is pure like smoke to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a coffee, mm-hmm. like the end of a coffee drink. Uh, a little bit of the bitterness of a dark chocolate that you, you know, if you're eating like a dark chocolate bar. Or you know, like a spoonful of the dark chocolate, like a uh, powder. It's basically the end of that, but you don't get like that chocolate milk chocolate thing. Mm. But it's basically like a dark chocolate. And you're right, it is more of like a smoky stout. I would put this in the smoky stout category, but yeah. it is damn good. That's very good. Yeah. I'd call it smoky bunny, but yeah, it tastes more like the cheap chocolate too. Yeah. Like not the expensive. You smoke Im- imitation the br- yeah, like, like those, that cheap Palmer yeah, that's, candy that's that you get at Easter. Yeah. The hollow bunnies, not those <laughs> like full bunnies that you get at like the brands. Mm. 
doesn't have a like a full multi uh, body that I expected. It's uh, kind of lighter than I would have thought. Yeah, I'm drinking this entire thing though. I'm not pouring any of this out. No, I wouldn't pour it out either. I think I'd be very good. sad if I like drop a bit of it on the ground. <laughs> I don't think I like it as much as Dustin, but I don't hate it. Angu, but ain't bad. Right. <laughs> Angu, but ain't bad. <laughs> it's not as chocolate. Like, is there chocolate in my beer or beer in my chocolate? I don't taste the chocolate as much as mm-hmm. I want to. It's more that the darker chocolate, like Dustin was yeah. saying, which yeah. I'm not a big fan of dark chocolate. I like dark chocolate. Dark chocolate's better for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got the antioxidants. Less sugar, less milk, less fun. Less fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, not pouring it out. Did no. we mention Untapped? Mention it. Uh, six point seven thousand ratings, three point one nine. Three point one nine. It's not bad. We yeah, got uh, seventy three as the beer advocate score, which is okay, and three oh three as the average. Dennis from Untapped says doesn't really live up to the label hype. Slight bitter chocolate flavor. Yeah, I think I agree with him. Another free beer. 42 overall. With a 23 style. Ooh. Ouch. Got some haters on rape beer. And I knew I'd be a fan. Mm-hmm. Has the word chocolate. Has the word stout. And it's dark and I can't see through it. Sign me up. I think it's fine. It's not my favorite, but it's yeah. not too bad. It's, it's pretty good. You'd be surprised not by my favorite. Came, though. <laughs> you would be surprised. Since this is a beer section, uh, strange brew section, uh, definitely keeping this. Oh yeah. I would yeah. have another one probably. Uh, it's almost like the the Dutch chocolate that I had for the um, Sherlock episode. Oh right. Yeah, I I see it. Am I in the mood? No, don't grab <laughs> it. I'm in the mood. Yep, I'm gonna grab it. Basically. Yeah. I think I could. We got a bomber here. Mm-hmm. I couldn't eat a, eat a bomber. Or drink a bomber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like a like a normal sized bottle would be perfect, I think. Yeah, if I had any way of corking like a bomber, I probably would get more bombers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've got this problem where I get a bomber, I open it, and then I just kind of sit down it and drink it. It gets warm mm-hmm. before you can finish it. Yeah. Because you don't really want to chug something like this or like mm-hmm. drink it as fast as you would like a Keystone or something. Yeah. You want to, like, sip it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But by the time you get to the half the way through this bomber, it's going to be warm. Mm-hmm. I would keep it in the fridge. It's a, it's a pretty good beer. It's not my favorite. Um, it's pretty light to drink. I'm struggling to find the chocolate like Keith was saying. And It tastes more like uh, the dye you use when you dip your eggs <laughs> when you're cooking. <laughs> Vinegar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have more of that than chocolate. Take a sip. Mm. <laughs> I'm out of beer or else I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not so much for me. No, I ranked it pretty high. I know we're yeah. not ranking, but I definitely keep this. Um, like Dustin said, it's one of those things where you've got to be in the mood for something yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. It's not something you'd sit outside and chug and 
drink and on a hot day or anything. Yeah, it's just like that horny goat. It's mm-hmm. fantastic, oh, but yeah. you gotta be in the mood for you it. You gotta be in the mood. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. what I meant was it's more bitter than I would expect. Right. Right. So right. that's right. why. Right. I, yeah. No, I get you it. You put it to the eggs. I know we don't rank, but I threw a four in there. I think it was like three seventy-five. I don't remember already. Ranking? I I went three and a half. Four two five. Four two five. Gotcha. I like that. That's fine. I just I knew we all checked it in. I just yeah. figured we you know toss that out there. We've got a unique segment going here. Might as well yeah. rate it while we're at it. Yeah, might as well. So I think everything would apply. So that's interesting. I think I think next time that we have something like this, we can all have uh, some stories. Yeah. Uh, find something. Be interesting. Sure. I do like this. So that should do it for us. Uh, coming up, we have. Uh, I know we teased a little bit of Star Trek in here. Uh, we have uh, more of a, a Star Trek Discovery conversation yeah. coming up. I think towards the end of the summer, when yeah. that show's about to premiere, I think we'll talk about that. Yeah. And, like all of the trailers. Yeah, and uh, then the rest of the Star Trek movies, right? We can talk about that too. Yeah. So, okay. you know, we're, we have we have some things coming up on the horizon, and we're also coming up on one year. Yep. So check us out. In July. Wow. We have roughly two months. We gotta do something special. I'm doing this good giveaway that I've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> doing this Facebook giveaway. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do that around the one year. Just right. saying like thank you to the listeners and whoever whomever you are. Whomever you are and I know somebody's listening. And Wonder Woman's coming out. I we probably I don't I'm not gonna see it, but we can talk about just yeah. like do a Wonder Woman episode. Give her yeah. some love. Give her some love. Get talk about the comics. Yeah. Give some yeah, that'd be awesome. They did sure. release all the ratings on that. The press could finally. The yeah. ones that have seen it. Is it getting pretty good ratings? Yeah, like uh, comparing it to Dark Comparing Night. it to everything else. Oh, God. It's got to be well, well above all those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, that's. I think that's it for us. Uh, up next would be the Confection Confessions are going to record a couple episodes. Yep. Uh, so Check them out. They're on every, all of your social medias. Right, they they have everything now. I think they did start a Facebook group just recently. So confection, confession, find them, uh, follow them. They're uh, also on drink and geek it, drink and geek out US. I put like a yeah, they yep. do have they're on there, too. there as well. Oh, so uh, enjoy. I know we do. And Keith, lead us out. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at drink and geek out. You can also check out our show notes and updates on drink and geek US. You can subscribe by clicking the links on our website or by searching Drinkin' Geek Out on iTunes or Google Play Store. To suggest a beer for us to review, you can email us at drinkin'geekout at gmail.com or tweet us using the hashtag drinkin'geekout. And if you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Thanks for listening, and until next time, drink up and geek out.